in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the weekly cut. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, your number one place to keep up to date with the latest news and reviews in TV and film. I'm your host Brad and as always this is co-host Connor T, how are we? Yeah, good. Huge beer you got. Massive, yeah, what's up in Tesla Express to get it. What, what brought that on? A uh, tough day? You thought, oh, do you know what, I'll get a big bad babes. Yeah, it was a long day. Get a, get, get a big bad babes. <laughs> uh, I've got a Budweiser. It's been a, I don't know about you Connor, I've had a, I've had a long day. Yeah. I, I feel a bit whiny because you was up in London and obviously that's where your office is, so you probably had a bit of a tougher day than me, but... Pretty quiet, to be fair, my Oh, for fuck's sake. It's hard after the bank holiday I'll weekend. Drink, I'll drink, yeah. <laughs> and that's why we're late, because bank holiday weekend. Yep, yeah, I forgot about that. Well done, good reminding. That's why he's a co-host. Yeah. Uh, we are a little bit later this week, but that means Connor did have time to see a show car. Yeah. A show car. A show car. Uh, that's good news. Yeah. So now, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, I usually do the Twitter handles first and TikTok, but I'm going to jump in what's on the cuts this week uh does star wars have competition connor mm. we got the first trailer for Zack snyder's rebel moon yep uh, expendables 4 yes you heard me expendables 4 they heard us apparently <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll get on to what connor means by that in a second um hearts were broken as june 2 is officially delayed uh Zack snyder again excites fans as he's talking about two huge game adaptations our thoughts on two episodes of Ashoka and more. Follow us on Twitter, at Weekly Cut, and on TikTok. And if you're listening to this and you're a stand-up guy or gal, 2023, yep. or you don't identify as a guy or gal. 2023. Hey, we, we don't judge. <laughs> we don't judge. Well, we sort of do <laughs> on some <laughs> things, but I guess that's why we got a podcast. But if you are a stand-up guy or gal or non-binary person, then please leave us a review on your podcast app. It really helps us out. And if you do leave your name... Please do, so we can have a little chat with you and say thank you. Yep. Uh, but other than that, let's get one of the news. Warner Bros. Mm. Broke hearts. My heart, in particular. You, not so much, because you won't watch the fucking first Still movie. Still haven't seen it, I know. That's right, we're talking about June. Uh, they have announced officially that June Part 2 has been a delayed till March 15th, 2024. Put 2004. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> Uh, Com, what's your thoughts? Happy birthday to me. That's my birthday. Oh shit! I didn't yeah. even think about that. So uh, good birthday present. But yeah, that's a big, big shame. That's probably one of the biggest blows of this strike. Oh, completely. Other than them not getting paid, obviously. But in terms of Hollywood knock on, that's a big, big blow. I completely agree. Uh, movie theaters, big time struggle here. Yeah, because that was a they had all the IMAX screens June oh, yeah. part two. So. They were going to, a bit like Oppenheimer that's still making money. We're about to roll past 800 million worldwide. That is smashing it yeah. at the box office. And that was purely because I'm getting emails. Getting updates. I've just realized I've just logged onto your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Let me log off this Wi-Fi. I'm going to get emails. <laughs> uh, busy person, you know. Uh, yeah, back to June part two. Such a shame because theaters are going to struggle, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Marvels is happy though. Yeah. They've got their wish, haven't they? Well, they were pissed off, Marvel, because they lost all the due, uh, the IMAX screens for the yeah. whole of November, um, uh, November, December, all the way through because of June Part 2. So now they've got all their screens back. That is such a downgrade. From June IMAX to the Marvels. I wouldn't pay... I'd probably go... I'll go and see the Marvels, but I wouldn't go IMAX to see no, it. I wouldn't I, pay the extra. I completely agree. I yeah. will go. I feel like I'm so in deep until... 
as Connor rightfully said on last week's episode, go check it out. Until um, Marvel, if they fuck up Fantastic Four, then maybe I've bowed out and I'm done with the MCU. Yeah. But at the minute, I, they have grace period and I will go and see their new movies. Still there. <laughs> Still got me. The Fuck's hooks sake. are in. Um, la- a few more things to round off with June. Uh, Con, it's now gone into March 2024, as we just said. Uh, it's a fucking packed month, 2024. I've just got a couple of movies here to, to show you. This is what's going up against now. Um, a Quiet Place Day One, the, the movie from John Krasinski's um, new movie with Emily Blunt, etc. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4, the Snow White with Rachel Zegler, Boo. which is well received, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. Ah. Um, Mickey 17, which is the new Robert Pattinson movie with that John, oh, you know, the director, I don't want to say his ethnicity because I'll get it wrong, but he's a, he's a big director. Is it John June? I can't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mickey 17, big anticipated movie. Yeah. Um, and now, now that's a sixth movie added into the works. Yeah, that's big. I, th- I think the other films are probably more annoyed that June's coming. Yeah. Snow White should just be canned. That is, again, absolutely slated. 100%. Rachel Zegler, is it? Yeah. She is a PR nightmare. Did you see she's come out, I think she was advised to, she's come out on, uh, whether it's interview or podcast, basically she was in tears. Mm. And um, not not that I'm, I'm not, I am not. I do like to judge on this podcast, and Connor does as well, we do this. Yeah. But I won't judge on this in case it's true. But she was, basically I think she was saying she's mentally not right because of she's young in Hollywood, etc., um, it did come across a bit of like an excuse to me, like she's been found out and she's been advised to do some damage control. Yeah. I'll, after this podcast, I'll show you the clip. Yeah. Um, and it, it come across a little like, hmm. I, yeah. I Like, if you look at, I know everyone's different, but if you look at Ezra, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Man was troubled. <laughs> man was troubled and is still is troubled, yeah. I assume. She just seemed like a, a sport, arrogant child. That got basically. swept up in the woke yeah. brigade. Yeah. Completely agree with that. Um, right. Now, just stand on the, the strikes for a second, which obviously has massively affected June Part 2. Uh, for anyone that don't know, the writers and actors are all on strike. The writers have been doing it for months and months and months now, and the actors joined them uh, about, must have been about five weeks ago, some four or five weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger <laughs> is reportedly <laughs> personally offended, not just, not just as Disney CEO, personally. Him, Bob Iger, is offended that the unions have not accepted the latest offer. Um, now, Connor's got some figures for us here, because I want to put that into perspective for some people. So I've dug out the uh, Writers Guild of America. Connor, what's it going to cost, for example, Disney, as we're talking about Bob Iger, what's it going to cost them annually if they accepted the proposal? So the annual cost for Disney, annual cost $72 million. £72 million if they accept the WGA's new proposals. Yep. How much do they make? Eighty-two point seven billion with a B, <laughs> billion. That is a drop in the ocean. What's going to cost them? And I think you've even got a percentage of the annual. Just I think it's like the last column you. Were. Yeah. What What is the percentage for Disney if they if they accept that? Zero point zero. I haven't added another zero. Zero point zero eight eight percent. Absolute disgusting. That's disgusting. Uh, have you got what's, what's some other big ones on? Yeah. There? Uh, so Netflix it will cost them sixty-five million dollars. Uh, annual revenues thirty one point six billion. Warner Bros four five million will cost them. They have forty three point one billion. It's just mad. Amazon thirty one million five hundred five hundred and fourteen billion. Jesus Amazon. Christ! Amazon's got no excuse. I assume that's because of Prime and and yeah, uh, not Prime. Like uh, you know Amazon. 
Yeah, I do mean Prime. Yeah. The actual shopping. So Disney, I assume that probably means parks as well and their revenue. I, I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, as Connor's just said, it's a drop in the ocean. That's disgusting. When it's into perspective like that, this is a, this is a fast. I thought that was pretty good to do because again, I've been having some conversations on our Twitter at Cut. Go check it out. And people were just a little bit unsure. Yeah about why it's taking so long, etc. And that just puts into perspective. And also, Bob Iger's probably getting, I think, about 30, billion, uh, 30 million a year. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. So they, They're not paying because they don't want to pay. Exactly. That's it. Simple as that. Pretty. And, ha- and they, most of the money they make is through these actors. And, and again, it's the low level they're fighting for. It's not the big dogs of the rocks of the world that get yeah. 50 million for Red Notice or whatever. It's the, it's the day-to-day Hollywood actors that are trying to get by. Um, so, fingers crossed they pull their fucking fingers out. Must. Uh, right, moving on. Mr. Zack Snyder spoke at GamesCon last weekend about two games that he think will be great movies. First up, one I don't think you ever played. The second one will tickle your balls. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, Gears of War. Yeah, I think I played Gears of War. Oh, did you? What's the, the best one? Is it three? Gears of War 3 was the absolute fucking That's pinnacle. That's the one I played. Mate. Yeah, I played Love that one. that shit. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, little things of note. Netflix, remember, they're doing a Gears of War movie. Oh, yeah. It's confirmed and announced. No one attached as of yet, but they're doing it. Um, and obviously, Zack Snyder is Mr. Netflix at the minute. Yeah. Um, Dave Bautista also has been campaigning for the last, like, two decades. He wants to play Marcus Phoenix, the title of character. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Snyder and Bautista are very close from Army of the Dead, which was on what streaming service, Connor? Mr. Netflix. <laughs> Mr. Netflix himself. I feel like, if you could see me now, my fingers are going in. Planets are aligned yeah. for Zack Snyder. You're really focused on me then. Was, you, yeah. you were what's, mesmerized. What's going to happen? Um, Zack Snyder. That just feels like a yes, yes, yes to me. Yeah, everyone's a winner. Dave Bautista will do it at cut price. Yeah, he he's waiting. Yeah, he wants I it. He will. Price. He'll say, I don't care what you pay me, I just want this. Zack Snyder wants to do it. Yeah. And Netflix is saying, well, we've got the keys already. Let's run. Yeah. Keys ignition. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, second game might excite you a little bit more. Um, mm. Don't know if you've read it this week, but the second game is. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> do it. Uh, How come you can do it? I can't. He is uh, playing it as well. That's Halo. Yeah. Con. I I would be the series. I was disappointed. I watched. I think I watched one episode. I didn't really like it. But a film, it would be perfect for a film. Uh, that's fair enough. Uh, I I did. I I had that to, to mention Par- the Paramount Plus um, Halo. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was okay. They missed the mark though because oh, it is yeah. such the story of Halo. It's there. The template is there. It's a massive, massive sci-fi epic yep. with a great story from the humans and the um, the Covenant and everything's there. The Flood coming in. What a story that would be. But it is tricky because game adaptations are hard to pull off, man. Yeah, and that would be a hard one. I think um, Metal Gear Solid. Not Metal Gear Solid. Is it Metal Gear Solid? What about it? Good game. Fantastic game. So what, what was our film? Gears of War. Gears of War, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. that's Metal by the way, Solid. Metal Gear Solid is becoming a movie, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Gears of War. Gears of War would be easier to do. I and agree. I think that would skate by a bit easier. But Halo is one of those games where you must get it 100% right. I completely agree. It's tough. Uh, also, budget wise, I think Gears of War would be a lot easier because it, yeah. you could do a lot of prosthetics. It's all on like you could just do Earth. Whereas yeah. 
Halo, you need you need to do the the spaceships and yep. the space stations and all that, and and it might be a little bit hard to do. Whereas you just need some big geezers like Dave Batista yeah. in a a vest of armor with a chainsaw assault rifle. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. You're sweet. There's, just, a, there's a lot of space flying about at the minute. Yeah, there's a lot of space. Lot of space uh, we've got a lot to talk about in terms of space coming up. Yeah. Two big hitters with Rebel Moon trailer and a show car. Um, but yeah, I just think out of the two, I think I know the answer. What would you rather see? Hello. Yeah, yeah, as well. Do, do the do the tune again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If I've played my mic. It's what have apart. you done? To be know. fair, you you sound great. You look great. I love you. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, moving on. I think it's time. Speaking of which, for trailers, my friend. Good segue into Zack Snyder. Yeah, Rebel Moon. I'm going to come straight for you. It dropped its first trailer i will just say up top for people that wasn't aware it's officially going to be a two-part movie we broke that news months ago yeah keep uh, up but we do have the actual titles now of the parts. so part one comes on december 22nd that's called a child of fire uh, and then rebel moon part two the scar giver comes out on april 19th 2024 what did you think of the trailer ct torn there's bits i like bits i don't like now, the bits I like, the action looks really, really good. I want to fight you. I know you do. <laughs> and the shots look good as well. Man. Yeah, they it, do. It looks impressive. But you picked up on it immediately. It is very, very fantasy-driven. I agree. And the names just cement that point. Yeah. They're very fantasy names. They're very um, Game of Thrones or June. Yeah. Very that much stuff. So I'm not sure about the the monsters and the different creatures and the... I'm getting like June vibes as well as Star Wars yeah. vibes as well as Lord of the Rings. It's just not a mishmash of loads of things. It does feel a lot of people have picked up on that. The one thing I noticed straight away, and I think you'll agree with this because it's a film we all love of Zack Snyder's, I got a lot of 300 vibes. And yeah. it's like he's done a mishmash. Like, for example, in 300, there's, there's weird fantasy in that 300 that he injects into the story, which... I think was based on a loosely true story about the Spartans with that 300 in the, the get Hell Valley Gate. Yeah. So, but then do you remember in 300, there was like a random <laughs> fat thing with, um, it, like it was an execute, executing people. And it was oh, like, yeah. yeah it, and yeah. the ghosts, I can't remember what they were called. The army with the, the silver mask. Yeah. When you took them off, they were like almost like troll slash vampire type things. So yeah. they were, so he injected loads of fantasy into that 300, which, by the way, worked. <laughs> oh, massively. What a film. It was fantastic. Yep. Um, not so much the second one. Um, but anyway, he, yeah, so I feel like he's injected, he's gone, how can I differentiate between Star Wars? And that's a question I want to ask you. Does it, yeah. does it feel Star Wars to you? Not one bit. Not one bit for me. No, I don't get Star Wars at all. No. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that, that was my, mm. that was, I was interested to see what you think about that. I've got a couple of questions, which um, I want to ask you as well. Um, but yeah, I just feel like he's gone. How do I make this different? And you just said Lord of the Rings. I feel like he's gone. Let me do the fantasy of Lord of the Rings, but in space. Yeah. And he's ended up with this rebel moon. Um, by the way, if you haven't guessed from my wanting to fight Connor, I think this looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, you text immediately. It is right up my street though, because I love fantasy, I love sci-fi, so I don't, and I love Zack Snyder. So there's a lot going on for me here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one thing I want to ask you: molten swords. Or, or lightsabers. You're going to hate me again. Get out of town. I know. Are you serious so right After now? watching Ahsoka yesterday, I saw the light. And, but I think that's nostalgic. And I like the sound God. of it. And I like. I think that's me just being nostalgic. Not fair enough. To be fair, that, that element has to come into it. Yeah. But I 
fucking love. I like that he's kept some aspects. So clearly, in in the trailer, there's there's multiple molten swords that you see, and they're basically just you know lava lit up swords. Um, but but the way the way she moves it, there's a bit where she does the you know a move of it, and you can see the blue flame coming off. Yeah, I like and that. following it. Yeah, and I just think it looks so cool. Yeah, um, I don't know, but that's just that's just my point. I think the idea of molten swords are better than shitty fucking lightsabers. No, I'm joking. I love lightsabers. Um, but yeah, so there is elements to Star Wars. Yeah. Do you think... This is the question. You fucking watch your question, mate. That Netflix... A lot of Netflix's big projects are very fantasy-based. You, like, you think of like The Witcher? The Witcher. You got this, you got that... Um, the one you like... I can't what it's called. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Things like that. Point, actually. You even got even Stranger Things is very fantasy. Very fantasy, yeah. All the big projects go that way. It's either fantasy or yeah. action. No, do you know what? That, that is actually a very fair point. Yeah. Um, I, whether they whether that's on purpose, I don't know. Um, because on with this one, I feel like they just went, Zach, do what you want. Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, we'll write the check. Yep, and you just do what you want, and that's clearly what's happened here. Um, uh, for, again, for for people, do you want to just to explain that this probably should have mentioned that up top? This was a intended for Star Wars. Oh yeah, so was it years years ago he when Lucasfilm acquired? Yeah, so he wrote a, a script for Star Wars, and they said no. Disney went, hang on a minute, yeah. we've just took over Lucasfilm. Yeah. We can't have R rated Star Wars for Christ's sake. See you later. <laughs> See you later, Zach. Uh, and then I think he was also busy with Man of Steel at the time, so he didn't really follow it up and stuff. I read. Um, but yeah, this was intended for a Star Wars. He didn't want any of the original characters, um, that Luke Skywalker, etc. He wanted just a story to be told in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And then obviously years and years later, a decade later or whatever, it's, it's ended up with Netflix. I wonder you, if it would have had the, like the fantasy, like the creatures and no. stuff. Well, to be fair, Star Wars is littered with alien races and creatures. Yeah. But this is feels different. It doesn't feel like, like a hippogriff, don't they? Yeah, but yeah. they are hippogriffs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I completely agree. Um, one thing I like about this, I want to, I've just thought about this in my head. I want your opinion on it. Because this is why I'm, because I, I would class myself as, I quite like Star Wars. Yeah. But I'm not really happy with it at the minute. Mm. But w- with this, I think this identifies where Star Wars is going wrong. This is a Star Wars base property that's been adapted obviously like we just said but it's doing something different it's in space it's a sci-fi epic that doesn't feel like star wars with every other than andor which i really liked by the way take andor out of the equation it's all the same and it's all based around the same era with luke skywalker and we're going to get onto ahsoka in a minute where the villain literally is they're doing parallels of darth vader and it's like i love the villain in that we're going to get onto it by the way but it just get away from yeah from the era that everyone's grown up with because we've done that to death. So I don't know. I just maybe that was another thing that I liked about this. Do you, do you get my point? I'm yeah, sure. I do. I, I think this is like it's Star Wars. If Star Wars said right, sexy Star Wars, sexy, <laughs> it's sexy Star Wars. Basically, that's what I'm going to call it. But it's like we're, right, we're all grown up. We've grown up with Star Wars. Yeah, we're all grown up now. We're all big boys and girls. Let's <laughs> not take the piss. We can handle a little bit more. Yeah, we can, we can put a get a foot on the gas pedal a little bit more that's actually just, a really good way take it a bit more that's actually a good way of putting that um one for last thing i'll say uh sophia Batella, the the main actress in it i think looks fantastic yeah her story just embedded with like a warrior um that's had pain etc she's the, obviously the scar giver 
Oh, it looks her action sings looks really, really good. Yeah. Shout out to my man Digimon Honsu. He pops up everywhere. Absolute G. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing more to say on that. I think it looks great. Looks very expensive. I think it's a very big budget. Um, but yeah, looks typical Zack Snyder. Yeah. Is Digimon Honsu our generation's Samuel Jackson, where he's just in every single absolutely everything? Yeah. I'd love to see his filmography because I think. how I mean, he's quite. I think he's sixty something. Digimon on Zeus. He's quite old, and he looks because he looks in fantastic yeah. shape. But I wonder how many um, films he's been in. He must have up. done a lot. I'm going to Google it after. Yeah, uh, brilliant man. Right, let's move on to uh, let's do Expendables four. Let's do it. Not sure we're going to be on this for much longer. Come. Um, well, they've heard us. They've listened to the fans, and they've given us Expendables four R rated with lots more guts and gore oh. that Twitter usually. 10E4167, according to the trailer, has been dying out for. That is embarrassing. I hate when... That's embarrassing, I think. That was weird. Yeah, that's like, if you... A reputable source has fun, not a random Twitter account. <laughs> Just stupid. But this looks like... It looks like they they haven't got the budget, but they said, fuck it, let's do it anyway. Because yeah. the, the gore and the action looks... That bit with 50 Cent looks dreadful. And he's like got a turret gun and he, yeah, the, yeah. the CGI behind him and the, the backdrop looks absolutely horrendous. Um, I mean, I, I can't lie. These are usually a guilty pleasure of mine. Mm. I've seen one to three many, many times. And I just find them fun because they're just shit action movies with cheesy puns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think they've, they're entering the realms of too far. Whereas something like John Wick seems to just elevate itself. Yeah. Because that's not really great dialogue, is it? No, it's not. It's <laughs> hardly any. It's just... <laughs> he don't really speak, does he? Just... A robot man exactly that. Yeah. so but yeah it seems to just top itself and john mcfall was fantastic probably the best of the series um yeah. close with number one so but where this i don't think it tops itself it just says let's just do the same thing again yeah but and now now four we don't need four but what i don't understand is like you love one to three you love them if you had number four and it was the same i think you'd like it but i think they've gone too far guts and blood and too yeah. r-rated stick do what um, Fast and Furious do. Stick to what you know. Yeah. People love it. And I you'll f- get people there. I feel like they're very self-aware that it's not a good story. Yeah. So they're going, but it might not be a good story, but look, we are exploding heads. Yeah, 50 cents blowing people yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like that's really obvious and that's really embarrassing if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox looks good though. Oh, just just skip to the end. Yeah. And you'll enjoy yourself. <laughs> if you didn't want to watch the trailer, skip to the end of the trailer. Just have a little look at Megan Fox uh, with Jason Statham. Uh, anyway, uh, not not much more to say on that. Um, they are usually easy fun, so this may be, I don't know. Yeah. Not a good trailer, though. No, I'll, I'll leave it. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, right, moving on to something that we've not spoken about this. Connor, mm. I loved this trailer. Same. Epic. Uh, we're talking about David Fincher's The Killer coming to November, uh, Netflix, sorry, November 10. So, oh, we just said it, mate. This isn't fantasy this time. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, Con, what do you think? This is this is like a typical Fincher film. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I, this is just, it's a mindfuck. He's just, re- Michael Fassbender's main character, I didn't catch the name, but the killer, I assume. He, yeah. A hitman. Just keeps repeating the same thing over and over again with some different lines. Yeah. So engaging. Uh, David Fincher, people know from Gone Girl, Seven, Fight Club. He's an all right director. Oh, he's done all right. And he <laughs> he's done does all right. He's, he's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, I thought this was so, like you said, typical David Fincher. No idea what's going on. Yeah, or okay, we know he's a hitman, etc. Yeah. But I just think this, what what the story would be is going to be something absolutely mental. Yeah. And do you know what I want to see? It sounds weird, but I just want to see a man getting jobs and killing people in different ways. 
Fair I just, enough. I just think that'd be really cool. Like he dresses up in a cleaner's outfit, going up in a lift. Then at one point, he's like a a businessman, saying yeah. just different like the Hitman games. Yes, I love them games because you can do all different styles. And I yeah, think that'd be good. I think that's a really good point. I yeah. didn't really like the Hitman movies, but um, yeah. yeah, I think this would be a really with someone as engaging as Michael Fassbender as yeah. well. You could see in that role. Oh, just I was really surprised by this trailer. I'd seen some images and that, and I just I, I heard it was a um, a spy slash you know, hitman type movie. And I thought, seen 400 of these. Um, yeah. But then I didn't really clock that, yes, David Fincher, man, just let him let him cook. Yeah, <laughs> let him cook. And I think Fastbender will show his acting chops as well. Yes, yeah, oh, he's terrific. He's going to thrive in this. Do what he, he's just going to, oh. No, no, you're right, thriving. I'll leave it. Being thrown into that to be yeah. where you, like you said, he's going to be able to be anyone and anything because yeah, of his job. Um, and he, he seems stupidly, overly addicted to it as well, the way he's talking to himself. Mm. He's going through his rules, isn't he? Don't deviate from the plan. Da, 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 da. Oh, fucking get it. We're all for it. Uh, right. Well, that moves us on to what is on our screens, young man. Tell me! Ahsoka. Yeah. That's our new uh, ringtone. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Ahsoka, come. Star Wars is here. It's mm. back. Uh, it's got good Rotten Tomatoes. People seem to be enjoying it with some f- um, sort of flaws that people have noticed. Yeah. Straight over to you. What were you thinking? I think this is good. I do. I am enjoying it. I am enjoying it. And I think the action's very good. And the story is interesting to me because I don't know about this story. I'm sensing a huge butt coming. There's a massive butt. Oh, shit. The butt for me is, so me and Holly are Star Wars fans. Okay. Right? Yeah. We watch Star Wars films, but we're not Star Wars fans. We haven't watched uh, Clone Wars or... Rebel or whatever, all, which all is the a, animated stuff. Which is something we're going to get onto in a second. But you do watch all the movies, so I think that's yeah. fair to say you're a watch Star Wars movies, fan. Mad Lauren, we love it. Uh, Boba Fett, we watch that. I think this is more fan service, and this is very much for Star Wars fans, which is good. It's good, yeah, because I've been crying out for it, so I can't moan that we don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But we don't really know what this story is. And there's, they're, they're mentioning, like, they've got to go get a... a Grand Admiral Thrawn or General Thrawn yep. and um, Ezra might still be alive. I'm like, who the fuck is he? Well, no, Thrawn, but Ezra, I'm like, who the fuck is Ezra? Do you know what? I, see, I, I had that down because I was interested to ask you. I avoided asking Connor all when since, since he's watched this. I didn't want to ask him. So this is where it's good, our podcast here, because I have watched Clone Wars and Rebels multiple times. Yeah. Connor has not. Nope. So I wanted to know, if you hadn't watched those animated series, did you feel lost in some moments? I was lost, and like Sabine Wren, I know the name, but I don't know who she is. And it's like, even Ahsoka, I only know Ahsoka because she Mandalorian. Pop, yeah, yeah, she pops up Mandalorian for what one or two episodes. I still don't really know who she is. <laughs> no one's explained to me who who she is and why she's so. Yeah, all I know is she was Anakin's Padawan. Yeah, that's all we know, really. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky one. I mean, for if anyone's listening to this and they they're they're unsure of the link. Um, Sort of a soaker in 20 seconds. Connor's right. It was Anakin's uh, Padawan before he was the nasty man of Darth Vader. Um, she went against the Jedi Order because she felt that they had started to lack in sort of honour and stuff like that because she was actually accused of murder yeah. wrongly and she she was framed for it. And they just basically hunted her. In This is in Clone Wars, by the way. Uh. And then she was like, literally, no one, the only person that believed it was Anakin. Yeah. And no one believed the Jedi Council was hunting her and stuff like that. And then when she got acquitted through Anakin's help, 
and she was found. The real person was um, found out, who I think is the person in the mask, the Inquisitor with the blade, who she fought. Uh-huh. I think that's the person she called Barris, who I think is under that mask. But I will see if I'm right on that one. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she left. And when they sort of said, "All oh, right, sorry about that. You're you're back on the Jedi. Yeah. You weren't. You're, you're not the murderer." She basically said, "F you." I'm off. The only, he went, Anakin, you're the only one that believed in me. I'm off. And she walked away from Anakin. Oh. And then, a little later, he turns to the dark side, uh, which may have been, which I, which I love, because I think that was a really good push, better push, than the movies where he goes to the dark side because he's having visions that Natalie Portman yeah. <laughs> is dying. Yeah. Whereas in this, he, he you can see him hating the Jedi Council because someone he loved has been pushed out yeah. because of them not trusting and stuff like that. So that was actually a better storyline as to why he goes to the dark side. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Ahsoka and she carries on being, you know, a, a rebel and, and she's very full sensitive. Um, and then, we, yeah, we're here and I, I, I just found myself thinking, yeah, I know who that is. And yeah. for example, Clancy Brown, you're a big fan of Clancy Brown. No Clancy Brown. He's in this. Yeah. He's playing a character from Rebels, which we pick up on, we've seen it, but you're just like, who is this guy? That's, yeah, because I saw him pop up. Oh, Clancy Brown's in this. And I thought, well, who's he? No explanation. And But the only thing I'll say, it might force people to go and watch Clone Wars and Rebels. I, I probably won't, but I can't moan too much because they're listening to the fans and giving the fans what they want. But I think you need some kind of... No, I, I some kind of backstory. I think that's a really good question, and I I think they did foul on that. I think yeah. it is too geared towards. Well, they said themselves this is basically Star Wars Rebels season five. Yeah. So there was four seasons of Rebels. They basically said this is the fifth season of Rebels, which it should just be an Ahsoka series and let let us learn about her and where she. In the, I don't know. I I I've, I enjoyed it. Maybe that's because I I understood the links a bit more, but. But yeah, I think that's a really good question. It sounds like I was I was right yeah. in terms that you were lost in times. And you also mentioned in text um, the games, mm. uh, and episode two looks like because I only played a bit of the games, yeah. and it looks like the games, yeah, where you're in that big like warehouse, Star, what, uh, Star Wars Fallen Order, do you yeah. Mean? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and does. it looks like and you're in a little car and you go to that big like warehouse thing, and there's it loads like of it. little things that look like that. I completely agree. Um, one thing I will say, what did you think of big man Ray Stevenson? Oh, he's menacing. <laughs> he is menacing. RIP, yeah. by the way. RIP, yeah. uh, he's playing Balin Skull, but yeah, liked him. I liked him, yeah. I can't I can't read him because the end of episode two, spoilers obviously for uh, yeah. he says um obviously he needs to kill her, Ahsoka. He says a shame. Yeah, he says a shame, and then she says um sentimental goes the truth. Yeah. So is he he's got like he's just like a done for hire basically he, well he 100 percent. he's a yeah. mercenary for this magistrate at the minute yeah. but yeah i quite like he's very mysterious so he's got this mm. padawan um well not we won't call it padawan because that in, implies he's a jedi but he's apprentice. got this apprentice nice yeah he's got this apprentice who I, I find her a little boring so do i i've seen it a million times this you know silent but rushing to da- da- battle yeah. i find him much more um sort of engaging because there is something there. He clearly was a Jedi because he mentioned that he heard those stories when he was a youngling in the Jedi temple. So clearly he was a Jedi at some point. But um, but yeah, I love they 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 done parallels of Darth Vader. You know, the Rogue One when he was moving through the the cor- corridor. Yeah. And it, it was Darth Vader, you know, big, big bloke, black um, sort of cloak, etc. Look good. But yeah, I find him very, very engaging. I yeah. can't wait to find out who he is and what he's sort of, motives are yeah he's, he's very good he's very he draws you, Ahsoka's very good as well 
Sabine Wren, the actually plays Sabine yep. Wren, is very good. But yeah, Ray Stevenson, for me, he's the one I want to see more of. Yep, fair. Um, one thing I will say, which I might get a lot of stick on, uh, I think they've not nailed the adaptations right. You, you care about the, to be fair, we've only seen them in two episodes, but Hera, who's the the general with the green um, sort of antenna thing. That oh, goes yeah. Back. And then Sabine Wren are from Rebels. And I'll just... They're not the. They don't. I can't catch them from the the animated show for me. Oh, that's they don't a shame. Really, yeah, they don't really do it for me. Um, I don't really understand Ahsoka and Sabine Wren's relationship because, as we were saying with with our friend Craig in WhatsApp, they don't really show that in Rebels. She's trained by Ezra and another guy yeah. called Kanan, so you don't really see much of Ahsoka and. Sabine Wren, and yet all of a sudden we're now thrown into this relationship that's like, oh, yeah. you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to listen to what she says. Yeah. So I, I, I found it really hard to believe that, I guess. Yeah. I found that quite hard. Uh, but yeah, I, I really am enjoying the show, though. So yeah. I feel like it's left off, and it feels like Star Wars. It feels like they're getting back to a good story. But I've been here before with Star Wars. It starts off all right, a bit like... Uh, Kenobi started yeah. off quite good and then it just sort of went whoa yeah uh, so yeah I, I guess we'll see Ooh, I don't know I don't, yeah I'm not sure Mandalorian nailed it every time but this every I, single time. I think this could be especially for casual fans like yes. myself it, it could get boring quick because I think I'm too lost I don't know what's going on yeah switch off how many times are they going to go like oh look who we've brought back yeah exactly yeah, like, who yeah. the fuck is that uh, but yet, Rosario Dawson doing a good job. They've got a decent villain. Yep. They're hunting down another Jedi, regardless if we don't know or you don't know who Ezra is. Um, it, people are saying it could be him under the uh, mask of that. That would be quite Ooh, cool if he's, if he's been... Because she's a witch, the person they're working for, the yeah. magistrate. could be quite cool if they've done that. That'd be quite a good reveal. Uh, but yeah, they, they've got potential here. They have, yeah. Hopefully, they've got a good story and they nail it. Yeah, please don't do a Disney Plus and fuck it up. It's very Disney Plus, isn't That's it? What you're doing. That is extremely Disney Plus to just yeah. fucking, oh my God. Just like Secret Invasion, started off strong, and then what the fuck am I watching by the end of it? Yep. Fingers crossed. Uh, what else is on your screens, my man? I have finished season two of Only Murders. Nice. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a calamity. I'm so sorry. It's a calamity. Do you reckon I could finish the show just like that? I could finish it like that. Yeah, it's fine. That's a calamity. I, mean, I don't know why I laugh then. <laughs> I've knocked my mic off, so if you hear any... Pop, 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 yeah, apologies. Go. But yeah, I, I love the show. And we're going to start season three today. Because I know like, some of like Craig, he's yes. waiting for the whole thing to come out. I can't. I want the weekly release. Yeah. I want to get that excitement again. But really enjoying that. I'm glad you put me onto it. I like mics like this. I prefer it. I think we should look at mics where it's just the microphone. Yeah. I feel I feel like the whole room has just opened up. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I'm looking through little things. Stop trying to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is, yeah, this is good. Anyway, um, the Only Murders, next week, tell us how season three's gone because it's, what you reckon you'll get one or two? They're only I'll, short episodes. I'll get back. I'll, I'll catch up tonight, probably. Fair play. Yeah. Anything else on your screen? Uh, no, nothing. Right. I've got something really weird to tell you that I watched. Oh. Do I sound okay at the minute? You sound good. Meg 2. Trend. I'm not talking about any more of the movie other than one of the greatest scenes I've ever watched in my life. By the way, awful movie. Yeah. But it's fun. Really fun. Yeah. Uh, he kills the... It's not just a Meg now. There's three of them and one of them is the biggest Megalodon ever to have seen. <laughs> there's a bit where they go... <laughs> he goes, oh my God, it's another Meg. And he goes, the biggest one we've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and anyway, so he's on. He's just been fighting two Megs, right? Yeah. On a jet ski with a... <clears throat> Pole, 
Standard. Standard. Yeah. Then he finds himself, the jet ski's gone, gets knocked off. He's on like a little reef in the middle of the ocean, right? And the biggest Meg you've ever seen is coming at him. Full throttle. I'm coming for you, Jason Statham. It actually says that. Yeah. Says this, that aloud with a microphone. And they say, stand, do a stand. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and yeah, so imagine this. And Meg's coming for Jason Statham, but he's about 300 metres out, bearing down fast. Um, there was a helicopter crash just before that. There's a uh, bit of the propeller. Yep. Of the, um, is that a chopper propeller at the yep. top? Little, uh, one of those wings is is on the water. Saw that coming. So Jason... <laughs> So Jason Statham goes, hang on a minute. I can pick this up and use it as like a jousting pole. And then the Meg comes at him about 50 meters out now, jumps forward to bite him. And he lifts up at the last minute as a giant spear using a helicopter propeller, remember about everyone, 500 pounds, and it? sticks it through the mouth, through the brain, and then holds onto it and goes, ah, and kills it. I don't believe it. Absolute. F- I nearly recorded it and sent it to you. This, this. I know they're self-aware, but that's taking the piss. That is taking the piss. Yeah. Oh my God. And I reckon he filmed it and thought, really? <laughs> Let's run with it. I suppose. Let's just go. With yeah. It. Made more of the flash at the box office, so that is <laughs> shocking. Um, and uh, that's it for me. Oh, other than I implore people to watch Yellowstone. Yeah. Very, very good. It was a little bit slow at first. We're halfway through season two now. Season two is by far the best. My God, it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really, really good show. Is you, it a bit House of Cards vibe? Yeah, you would love it because it's very politically driven. Yep. And there's a lot of, esp- not not espionage, but there's a lot of like, it's quite smart and intelligent and realistic and it's just really, really good. Yeah, I must start. You it. would love it. I'm, I'm not even joking. It's yeah. going to be one of the things you're going to go, I don't know why I didn't watch this sooner. Yeah, I think that's going to be a train job. Very, very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me. Time for scraps. Bunch of scraps! Oh, you, you're scrambling on your phone. You've got something for me. Scrap, yeah. <laughs> um, so in the UK, we have Classical FM. It's a, it's a big radio station Where here. Where are you going with this? Well, this is. I saw this today, and I was quite disappointed. Oh, You'll wow. be really happy. Perplexed. So they done um, a top 100 sound film soundtrack voted by the listeners over 10,000 votes. Bear in mind, this is really close to your heart soundtrack. Really close to my heart. Number one. Have a guess what number one was, do you think? Indiana Jones. No. Didn't even make top 20. Shut your ass. Number one, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Wow. And I know you're a big fan of that soundtrack as well. Wow. But I was absolutely shocked. And I'm going to give you a top, the but top 20. To be fair, that is fantastic. Uh, it was, he won an Oscar for that. Um, Howard Shaw, I think. It, yeah. That, yeah. It, that, I mean, it is. It's a very good soundtrack. I think I sent it to you once saying, Connor, like, I know you don't like Lord of the Rings, but come on. Yeah, it's a very good soundtrack. But not number one. I don't think me. it should be number one. No. So this is the top twenty, and for me, I think there's a the listenership of Classic FM is much older, so yeah. they're missing out a lot okay. here. Number one, Lord of the Rings. Number two, Schindler's List, which is a good soundtrack. Number three, Star Wars. Yeah. Four, Out of Africa. Never heard of that. Film. Never heard of that. Number five, Gladiator. Fantastic, yeah, fantastic. Hans Zimmer. Um, six, Wild. Never heard it. Seven, Dancing with the Wolves. Never heard it. Number eight, Jurassic Park. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, nine, The Good, Bad, The Ugly. That's the, the Western one. Uh, ten, The Mission. Never heard of that. Eleven, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Brilliant. Uh, number twelve, Chariots of Fire, which only really have one yeah. song. Not, That's a bit. Yeah. Top t- <laughs> top twelve. Uh, for, oh, sorry. Indiana Jones, 13. Okay. Ladies in Leather, 14. Doctor Zivago, 15. The Magnificent, 7, 16. 
Oh, I didn't think this made the list, but it did. Intercellar 17. Really? Because uh, this was coming across, by the way, Intercellar is like one of the best soundtracks ever. Yeah. But this, you can really tell it's classic FM. Yeah, From absolutely. some of the things you're saying. Yeah. Um, 18, The Godfather, fantastic. Yeah. 19, Titanic, which I actually watched last night, should I put it on my screens. Brilliant. Brilliant film. Hollywood's triggered. <laughs> Hates that film. She said, like, even listening to it, she gets triggered. Wow. Uh, and 20, Pirates of the Caribbean. Love it. So it's, it's quite a mixed bag. And yeah. And very classic FM. That's a, do you know what we should do an episode on scores? I yeah. think we're due one. I've got an idea, which I'll speak to you off air about. Uh, but yeah, that's actually, that's, that has really blown me away, some of those. But then again, it's classic FM. What are you thinking? Yeah, exactly. But number one there did shock me. Yeah, I mean, it's a good, good soundtrack. Did John but... Williams do Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Of course. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Uh, I've only got one scrap. Uh, Barbie is officially the highest grossing movie at 1.4 billion of 2023, overtaking... Super Mario? Nice. <laughs> well played. Uh, it's also now, can you do two for two? It's also now Warner Bros. Highest grossing movie of all time, beating what? Oh, I don't know. Harry Potter. Oh, Definitely Hallows yeah. Part 2. Blimey. And um, made just a little shy of that. Uh, but yeah, really, really um, well played to Barbie. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the show, my friend. That's it, yeah. Next week, come back. We're going to do, I might tweet what we're doing. I've got a surprise, got a list, and Connor's going to choose from it. Ooh. A lovely, fun episode. But all the trailers, we're here in summer coming. Hopefully, Aquaman can fucking speed up and yeah, get a trailer on, out. Uh, all the news, an update on the strikes, etc. We'll bring it all here at your weekly cart. But thank you for listening. And thanks for having us in your ears.